0: You're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now, here's the OTI guys.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. As always, myself, Colin Kelly, bringing this show. Hopefully, as I always say at the start of the show, you've been enjoying the recent content and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Doing these shows recently, and today's going to be no exception. It's another fun show joined by Karl Safchek of com. We're going to be talking all about the fantasy playoffs. I did promise you that at the start of the weekend. Uh, well, sometimes I don't come through my promises, but this time I will be doing so. We're going to go through all the games, tell you who to play, who not to play, and uh, looking forward to that in just a little moment. As always, time for a little shameless plug. Hopefully, you'll go over to iTunes, Stitcher, Tune, or whatever you're listening to this on right now at this present moment. Give us a written and a comment on there. Help move us up those rankings. We do appreciate that very, very much. And uh, I know I plug it at the start of every show. So there's absolutely no excuse for you not to do it. So I'm going to keep plugging it every week. Hopefully, some of you will take that on board and uh, go do so. Give us a written or a comment. Do appreciate that greatly. As always, follow us on Twitter. It's at Overtime Ireland. I know we have some long-time listeners, I'm sure, each and every week. We're grabbing on to a few more new listeners and uh, getting good feedback on Twitter as well. So hopefully you're going to enjoy this one coming up. Recorded this preview prior to Thursday Night Football, but now Thursday Night Football has taken place. So obviously the Cardinals getting the win there against the Vikings. The Vikings at the very end, having, having a chance possibly to go for a field goal, uh, get a strip sack and lose the ball by Teddy Bridgewater. So it was a good performance by Bridgewater all around. Good performance by the Vikings, in fact. I thought they kept it a lot closer than I was expecting with the injuries they had on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, A couple of fumbles lost and so on, but uh, the Cardinals getting the win. They do clinch a playoff spot now with that and look to be on their way to either the number one or number two seed. We'll see how the Panthers finish up, but I'm expecting them to be that number two overall seed. So, Good win for them. They are in the the playoffs. Uh, The Cardinals fans can enjoy the weekend without any stress going forward. Obviously, with that game being played, we didn't talk about it with Carl while he was on, but uh, we talked about all the rest of the game, so let's get it up right now.
0: Want to know who's going to win every NFL game this weekend? It's time for the OTI Weekend Preview.
1: Once again, delighted to be joined back on the podcast by Carl Safchek of DynastyLeagueFootball.com. It's always fun getting him on the show, and no better time now than just right prior to the fantasy football playoffs. Hopefully. We hopefully uh, his advice throughout the season has got you there, and hopefully now we can give you some advice to help you win one of those championships. So, Karen, no pressure on us this week,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you if you lose, you're you're going fishing, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's uh you know, you get to this point, some people maybe have buys. Obviously a lot of people hopefully your playoffs are starting this week. You'll see some leagues that you know, they might be haven't set up their playoffs right and they're playing in week seventeen and that is not what you wanna be doing because come week seventeen people get rested. teams, you know, don't wanna give a hundred percent depending on how things are going. So hopefully this is the start off your fantasy playoffs. But as you mentioned there, lose on your going home. It's gonna be an interesting week. A couple of leagues that I'm in, uh, you just I have that feeling that I should win, but the way things have gone over the last few weeks, uh, maybe that isn't going to happen. First question I'm going to start off with for you, Kiara. I usually say just start your studs, uh, you know, whether the matchup is tough or not when you get to the playoffs. Don't try and get too fancy. Don't try and get too smart. People talking about some of the matchups this week. uh, Do you just start your studs, or do you still go matchup-based at this point?
0: Well, it's not that simple. Uh, I'm not going to say do either, because it's just... Every situation's is unique. Yeah, um, everybody's talking about maybe benching Julio Jones this week, and obviously most people would not bench Julio Jones just because he's going up against Josh Norman. But in some cases, if you have three really good other receivers and they have good matchups, then maybe you would. Um, you're obviously not going to bench him for Tim Hightower, who's coming <laughs> in off the practice squad off the street, basically, for the Saints. Um, but but you could bench him for uh, for some better options. So I, you know, I I never I never like the um the never me, never bench your studs mentality because there are it's crazy situations where you would, but you you gotta look and you gotta you gotta find somebody who does really good projections. I mean, I I go to four for four dot com yeah. and John Paulson for them does really awesome projections. Um, and you know you got to trust a source like that and see which guys are projected to get how many points and also certain situations if you're going up against a team that you think is much better than you maybe you start a guy who has blow up potential yeah yeah but yeah. if if you're going against a team that you think you should clearly should beat then maybe you play a guy that you think is going to get you five catches and 50 yards and that's just going to be okay
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you try and balance it out. That's a very, very good point, in fact. and um, though I have Julio in a couple of leagues, and it is a tough decision this week, but I think I'm going to have to roll with him just based on the fact that um, the players that I have to, to replace them aren't quite going as well. Um, guys like Jordan Matthews and them sorts of guys that just over the last couple of weeks haven't been doing it, but a lot of people know at the start of the season guys like Julio Jones were single-handedly winning new games in the last couple of weeks. Just the the touchdowns haven't been there. He has been still getting the receptions. He's hitting around 100 yards a game. So he has that safe floor and he still has the potential to get a couple of touchdowns. But the Panthers is a very tough matchup this coming week. I guess we'll start with that game. In fact, uh, the Panthers obviously unbeaten on the season uh, playing against the Falcons who just have kind of fallen apart since their good start to the year. Any players, uh, you know, the Panthers side, I think you have to start Cam Newton. I think Jonathan Stewart's been running very well. So it's a favorable matchup for them. I'd say to those two and Greg Olsen for the uh, Panthers, obviously the Panthers' defence as well. Would there be anyone else on that side you would start? And then we already have talked about uh, the Julio Jones effect against the Panthers, probably sitting uh, everyone else. Maybe Devontae Freeman gets a run out for you, but it's a really tough matchup against this Panthers' defence.
0: Yeah, you mentioned it. In the case of Cam, you're always going to start him, and and it's so tough because he he doesn't support many fantasy relevant wide receivers. And not that it's his fault; it's not that he can't pass. It's just there's not a lot of great guys there. Devin Funches I would start if I was in a bind. Um, he could get you some points for sure against that Atlanta defense. Um, and and you mentioned it; you're going to start Jonathan Stewart up against the Falcons' defense, and you're never going to bench Greg Olson on the other side. Uh, It's tough to start Matt Ryan. He hasn't been a a QB1 this year. He just flat out hasn't. He's been disappointing. Um, You're probably, we mentioned Julio Jones, you're probably going to be starting him no matter what. But outside of that, there's not really much that you could count on. You can't count on Jacob Cammie against those great linebackers. You can't count on Dustin Hardy, uh, Roddy White. Um, You just can't. But, And then uh, I kind of look at Devonta Freeman in the same way that I look at Julio Jones in that he's just too good to bench in most cases, so you're probably going to roll with him no matter what.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, When you look at, you know, you mentioned they don't have a fantasy-relevant wide receiver really in Carolina. Yeah. Ted Ginn could have been that if he didn't have hands made out of uh, Invisibility ink or whatever his hands are made out of last week. He could have had three or four huge, huge touchdowns but just can't catch the ball. But obviously, if he does catch a couple of them, it really helps Cam's value. Cam has been sensational over the last couple of weeks and uh, has really helped me in a number of games. I think, you know, with the way the Panthers have gone, with them winning that shootout last week in New Orleans, I can't see anything other in real-life football than a Panthers win. Would you have to agree with that?
0: Yeah, I won't. I definitely won't predict the Falcons to be winning this one.
1: <laughs> uh, next up, we'll uh, bounce to a game, and there's a lot of kind of. We thought there would be a lot more fantasy relevant players with the Philadelphia Eagles. They are at home this week to the Buffalo Bills, and a game which uh, you know last week might look like it wouldn't have been all that important in the playoff race. But the Eagles beaten the Patriots last week in one that not many people seen coming. The Bills then win at home against the Texans, so they face off against each other this week. And you know, I didn't expect much from Leca- LeSean McCoy this season. He's come back home to face the Eagles. Uh, have you been surprised at how productive he has been this season? And I know in the off season you were a big. Uh, supporter after Marco Mori. it's been a tough year kind of for him all round. but have you been surprised on the other hand of uh, how good LaShawn has come around this season?
0: I have yeah LaShawn has looked really great and even more pleasantly surprised with how great Sammy Watkins has looked and he's yeah. going up against a really beat up uh, just flat out not talented secondary in the Eagles uh, they have safeties playing at corner they have rookies they uh, it's 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 a mess right now and unfortunately tom brady didn't get to exploit it as much as we'd hoped and he was really depleted at the skill position uh talent wise everybody's hurt right now um but i would expect sammy watkins to have a big day tyrod taylor to have a big day on the other side you mentioned it with with demarco murray it's just really tough for me being as big of a supporter as i've been of his to really watch how he's been misused in philadelphia i mean they keep running him on these like outside jet sweeps yeah. And I just can't stand it because it's just that's not how he was successful. If if that's why they brought him in, they should have never brought him in in the first place. I mean, every time they've run him behind that big offensive line, he's been successful, much like he was in Dallas. Um, but when they try to make him be a Darren Sproles, well, I'm sorry, he's just not that. You can't run him around on sweeps every play. Um, so, you know, but Chip Kelly's stubborn. He's probably going to keep doing that. So that makes DeMarco Murray tough to start, especially when you hit the playoffs. Um, and also, it's really tough to start any of those skill position players, too, because you just don't know who's going to get the ball. I mean, Miles Austin was released, but Riley Cooper's still there. Jordan Matthews, you've mentioned, has been uh, really tough lately. I mean, he's got he, his hands have been bad. He hasn't been as productive. He's gotten some garbage time play, which is good if, if you own him in, in fantasy, but he hasn't really been productive throughout the course of the game. Nelson yeah. Aguilar's been used sparingly. It's just really tough to guess who the ball's gonna go to on a on a daily on a weekly basis.
1: Yeah, it's really been spread around the offense, whether Zach Ertz caught his touchdown last week, missed the game before, and then It's just, it's been really, really spread around. And as you mentioned, Matthews saved a few people, I think it was two weeks ago, with that garbage time touchdown against the Lions. Uh, You know, he hadn't done nothing up until that point. So you see things like that there, and it's just really tough to have any confidence in starting the Eagles. You also stole my uh, joke of the week, and that was the big fantasy news of the week, was that uh, Miles Austin got released by the Eagles. So anyone that was relying on him to help them win a fantasy playoff is in uh, a lot of bother. But uh, with this, with it being at home for the Eagles, with the way the division has gone, this one is a really tough one for me to call as to who's going to win it. And uh, I don't know, I'm going to roll with the Eagles to win it, and uh, I'm not very confident about that pick.
0: All right, well, I'll take that bet. I'll take the Bills.
1: And I know uh, we'll, we'll try and bounce onto your game now because you'll be watching the Redskins this week. It's been an interesting season for you. And, you know, we're talking about players. There's a lot of players this season that have evolved into fantasy-relevant players and even relevant players throughout the NFL with their play this season. And one of those that I've written down here is Kirk Cousins. And you came on early in the season. I think, about eight, I think it was about two or three weeks in and you know he had just started getting a couple of games and you I was very critical of him and you kind of stood up for him and I I have to say it looks like you've been proven more right than me at this point I wasn't a big supporter of Kurt Cousins but you have to be impressed with uh, how he's done this season for the Redskins
0: I am I am impressed and and I think a lot of uh when he hasn't been successful is the lack of talent around him I mean I think he's played really well but this is still a really bad roster um I mean the offensive line outside of Trent Williams is pretty bad um Morgan Moses has been an okay player. Brandon Scherf's a rookie. Uh, outside of that, it's it's garbage. And um, the the skill position talent around him is okay. Pierre Garçon's probably a below average starter at this point in, in the year or in his career. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, while he provides the big play, he's not as consistent. Jordan Reed's been amazing. So uh, that is the one... Uh, safety blanket Kirk cousins has had and 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 jamison crowder's been coming on but really this is a below average offensive roster uh, really all around i mean even defensive but more um more relevant to Kirk cousins is is the offensive roster so i think he's done a, i think he's done a lot with with very little help around him and i haven't even mentioned the the horrible uh production from the running game so you know i think that not only has he played really well but i think his best days are ahead of him once they start to inject some real talent into this roster under scott McLuhan.
1: yeah and obviously talking dynasty football and talking real life football as well for scott McLuhan for the redskins do you think that they tie him down and you know it's gonna be an interesting situation to see what sort of contract they offer him because they're gonna have you know with the way he's played this season they're gonna have to try and keep him around in washington
0: oh yeah i think he signs like a a four-year deal with three years guaranteed um, upwards of 10 million a year I'm just spitballing here I didn't really you know think about what the what the terms would be but yeah I think they do try to tie him down and and he's probably a little bit more than bridging the gap till the next guy but I'm sure that they also bring somebody in to, to mold maybe draft somebody in the third or fourth round next year
1: yeah on the other side of the ball here the Chicago Bears Cutler had been doing a nice job all season up until the last couple of weeks to slowed down. They obviously lost last week at home to the 49ers, which was obviously a disappointing result for them. Alshon Jeffrey didn't do much last week, obviously going into the playoffs now. Everyone will be hoping for a big performance from them. Martellus Bennett's down for the season with that rib injury. He's on IR, so Zach Miller comes in, maybe a possible start there. Um, on the Redskins side, obviously Jordan Reed, Deshaun Jackson's a home run hitter if you start him. Uh, the Bears' secondary has been better this season, but still not all that impressive. So it's really, uh, this could be a game that if there is points put on the board early, it could turn into a little bit of a shootout. The Redskins, though, as you know, uh, on the road have been kind of a completely different unit than they have been at home. And we'll not talk too much about that Monday night football at home last week. But uh, I'm sure you're probably going to edge with the Redskins to win this. Um, I'm probably going to roll with the Bears.
0: Yeah, it's probably a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Um, and I, the one thing I will say is, um, for fantasy-wise, again, you're not going to bench Alshon Jeffrey, um, but him going up against Brashad Breeland I think is a tough matchup for him. I would kind of look for him to have a similar line to Julio, maybe, maybe capping out at like 60, 70 yards.
1: Yeah, and um, the next game we're going to bounce to is... I mentioned there about the the situation with the quarterbacks with the Washington Redskins. Another situation with the quarterback is obviously with the Denver Broncos. Peyton Manning back in training this week. It looks like Osweiler is still going to start. Osweiler in a similar situation where he is out of contract, uh, a free agent after this season. So it's going to be an interesting situation there too with such a small sample size. What do they do with his contract going forward? They are hosting the Oakland Raiders at home. Nobody's really been putting up points this season against the Denver Broncos. The defense has been absolutely sensational. Another pick six last week. Uh, do you go with Derek Carr? Do you go with Amari Cooper? Uh, Michael Crabtree obviously signing a new long-term contract with the Raiders this week. It's going to be uh, a tough game for the Raiders on the road, who the Raiders in the last three or four weeks seem to have cooled down a lot on offense.
0: Yeah, that's tough um, because all three of those players you mentioned, Carr, uh Brid- um sorry uh Crabtree and Cooper have all been pretty sensational this year um but they're going up against probably the best defense in the league so that's where you get into the point to where you're going to look for other starters um and obviously each uh fantasy roster is unique so uh you know you're going to look at um who's projected to get more like I said if you have a trusted resource go go check out what they're saying uh, I'd 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 say that they're they're leaning towards sitting. I'd be leaning towards sitting those players if I had any other viable option this week.
1: Um, I think looking at the game, I think uh, Osweiler's done a steady job since he's come in basically game management. CJ Anderson might not play this week with that ankle injury that occurred last week, but just the way the Broncos have been playing, they're really in the hunt now to try and get that uh, buy in the playoffs. I think I'm going to have to go with them at home. I think this is really where the, the Raiders' playoff chances uh, die and are done and dusted you go with that?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and even just looking at the other side of the ball, like I'd probably start Brock Osweiler over Derek Carr this week.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really tough game for the Raiders, and I know I I haven't had much stock in them this season. I uh, wasn't expecting as much from them going into the year, but they have been uh, much, much better than I thought they were going to be. Derek Carr has been much, much improved, but this is just a tough, tough game for them, and uh, I'd be looking elsewhere this week as well. Uh, Cowboys and the Packers, there's a lot of players I guess you'll say uh, the Packers haven't really been turning up. Richard Rodgers maybe becoming fantasy relevant but a lot of his points last week on that Hail Mary touchdown Aaron Rodgers, a lot of his points too in the same way. Eddie Lacey did not get any of the ball last week. I think he finished in uh, standard leagues with less than one point and then uh, the Cowboys on the other side, it's hard to know what to expect from them with the the quarterback situation and so on. Uh, With uh, the Packers secondary playing a little bit better as they did last week and with the Cowboys quarterback situation, would you be moving away from Dez this week? Or as we mentioned at the start, do you start him as he as a stud in this matchup?
0: Yeah, I'd be leaning towards uh, uh, benching him just because yeah. he hasn't been putting up the numbers. It's not his fault, obviously. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league. But we mentioned it with Julio Jones. You're probably going to start him unless you have three big studs. You're probably going to start Alshon Jeffrey. But, I mean, that that's where the scale gets even worse. I mean, Dez just... He, they're not getting him the ball and it's tough for him and it's tough to watch because he's such an amazing player um you're probably going to start him if you're like in a start three wide receiver league or start two in a flex you're probably going to get him in there but if you have three better options then I wouldn't blame you for benching him um and yeah you mentioned it outside of that it's really tough I mean Jason Witten um if you have him he's probably your best tight end maybe not uh and Darren McFadden could could probably have an okay game this week um I, I I could definitely see that, but you you never know what you're going to get out of him either.
1: Yeah, it's it, uh, I just I don't know what to expect from the Cowboys this week, and I'm a Packers fan, so I hope the Packers win this game. They've lost the last uh, two at Lambeau Field, so it's a strange situation going into that one. You know, if you have guys like Randall Cobb, I'd probably start him, but he hasn't been doing much over the last couple of weeks. I own him in a number of leagues. Uh, just throughout the season, the Packers' offense has been very sporadic, very hard to know what you're getting from them, and as I mentioned Richard Rogers probably over the last four or five weeks the only one that really has Aaron Rodgers trust in PPR leagues I'd look at starting him uh, running back wise I don't think you can trust any other running backs in the Packers backfield and you know we've seen it this year with certain players like Doug Martin who I'm going to talk about in a minute but you know Eddie Lacey has had a very very down year maybe we'll see him bounce back later in the season or even next season but it's very hard to tell at the moment with running backs in the NFL so I'm going to go for a Packers win but um it's going to be a very strange game to watch, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I would think the Packers win. And I think Eddie Lacy is the perfect example of somebody that you'd start if you think that you're just completely outmatched and you need Two to just cross stands, your yeah. fingers and hope for a big game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. And there's a couple of guys around the league that it just depends. That was a very good point at the start to, to check your matchups and if you think you're projected to lose by twenty points, try and stick in somebody who's a home run hitter to get those big scores for you. Um when you look at the I mentioned Doug Martin, they're playing the New Orleans Saints this week. Jameis Winston's been very good this season, although fantasy wise it's up and down week to week, but he's looked as the number one overall pick as a, a good pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Saints on the other hand, every team basically that they have played, they have uh, give up a huge amount of points to each and every quarterback. Uh, do you expect uh, the Buccaneers to do the same this week? Are you expecting a kind of a fantasy bonanza from this Buccaneers team?
0: Yeah, you have you have to expect a big game. I mean, this Saints defense looks like it could be maybe one of the worst of all time, yeah. and um, it's even getting worse. I mean, Delvin Bro has been injured this week, so... Yeah, I'd be I'd be looking at Doug Martin as an absolute must start, Mike Evans as an absolute must start, uh, Jameis Winston as an absolute must start, and even Vincent Jackson. And then you're probably going to put Austin Safary and Jenkins in your lineup unless uh, unless you have a, a way better option at at the tight end position. Um, yeah I'm, I'm playing all the bucks this week
1: and I think you know you mentioned Safarian Jenkins there I know week one I think it was he had that monster game and a lot of people hung on to him the whole way through it didn't look like the shoulder injury was as serious as it actually was but he's back now playing you know if you're looking for one of those guys to help win you a matchup this week if you don't have a tight end there's some tight ends that you're not confident in I'll give you one here that if you were doing a matchup, uh, who would you pick? We'll be talking about the Chiefs in just a moment. But Travis Kelsey, I have him in a number of leagues, and he just hasn't been producing at the moment. Uh, you know, that's a that's a tempting one there. If you don't have faith in somebody like Kelsey throughout the season and you have somebody like Severian Jenkins who could get you a couple of touchdowns, which way would you roll with that?
0: Uh, that's, a, that's a tough question. That's a yeah. good question and a tough <laughs> one. Um, I'd probably roll with Kelsey. That's, that's close enough to where I would say, you know, I lean with the don't venture studs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And, and I could absolutely see if you just w- were losing trust with them that you could go with Safarian Jenkins. But I would definitely still roll with Kelsey.
1: Yeah, the Saints had a major bounce back last week too. So, uh, you know, their offense might be starting to click, but then Ingram's out for the rest of the season. So CJ Spiller might come in uh, if you're in a PPR league, give you some, some sort of a, a boost there at the position if you have him uh, as a handcuff. Um, I'm going to go for the Buccaneers to win this game. I just can't trust that Saints defense.
0: Yeah, and the Buccaneers look like they've been a better team lately, too. So, yeah, they, they definitely deserve some credit. I'll go with the Buccaneers as well.
1: Yeah, on the recap show as well at the start of the week, I forgot to uh, actually mention their win last week, so I got a few tweets in about that there. So to all the Buccaneers fans who did uh, tweet in, here's your uh, Buccaneers shout-out for for this, <laughs> this show. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned the Chiefs. Uh, Macklin's had a, two nice weeks back-to-back. Alex Smith's having nice games uh, the last three or four weeks. He hasn't turned the ball over since I think it's week three. They're playing the Chargers who uh, absolutely got shut down uh, against the Broncos but they did surprise people with that win the week before against the Jags. So the Chiefs uh, you know the backfield at the moment's a bit of a running back by committee. The Chiefs, I mentioned Kelsey. Who would you be starting here? Probably Macklin and maybe that's about it.
0: Yeah and there's some teams that absolutely need help at running back. Uh, Tarkandrick West wouldn't be a bad play. Spencer Ware, if you really are in need of, uh, I, you know, I could see him getting another touchdown this week. Um, you're starting Kelsey, obviously, unless you have a, a better option. Um, I, I mentioned that I would start him over Sperian Jenkins. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I'm probably benching Melvin Gordon until I see that he can yeah. do anything at the NFL level, see that may, maybe he can find that place we call the end zone. I know it's <laughs> he, he looted him so far. Um, and outside of that, it's tough. I don't know if you're – You're probably going to start Philip Rivers because he's such an amazing quarterback and he can spread the ball around, but I don't know who he can spread the ball around to because there's not very many healthy options for him to throw to right now.
1: Yeah, at the start of the season, too, he was another player that was helping me a lot in the fantasy leagues, but I've had to sit him the last couple of weeks just with The injuries, uh, the Chiefs have really been rolling and they're on a nice winning streak. Just going to have to go with them. They're at Arrowhead Stadium. I think they have to win this game and I think they do win it. Uh, It's been quite a turnaround since the start of the season for them. You know, I mentioned at the start people like Kurt Cousins, Brock Osweiler going forward. uh, Guys like Spencer Ware, it's always hard to know what you've got there. And Chercaneric West going forward, what happens when... uh, the situation at running back clears up, you get Jamal Charles back, but it's it's always interesting. I, I picked up in a few leagues and I'm hoping something develops there. When I was talking with Doug Martin as well, we mentioned Eddie Lacy uh, back with the Broncos game. He's a he's a prime example of a player, you know, a lot of people were cut and bait with him in the off season. Some people definitely picked him up as a as a bargain along the way. So people now win in fantasy championships by Doug Martin and Dynasty leagues because nobody wanted him this uh, this past off season. So it's always interesting to see the guys that their value does uh, rebound again like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and Doug Martin specifically uh, was was a favorite of all three of the hosts on yeah, the DLF podcast. Exactly. So I mean, we we tried to tell everybody all off season that he was not done. He was still a very good running back to go out and get him. That um, that uh, Charles Sims does not affect his stock as much as you think. So. And he was drafted. I, I went back, and I believe it was April in dynasty leagues. Uh, Doug Martin was being drafted as the running back forty <laughs> off the board, and I mean that's behind guys like Kristen Michael, um, Joique Bell. Uh, there were just there were it was he was just lost in the mix of all these nobodies. Um, so yeah, I mean if if you you went out and bought Doug Martin cheaply, then then you're definitely reaping those benefits now.
1: Yeah, but you have to remember that guys like Christine Michael were real still at that point because he is going to be the uh, the future of the NFL at the running back position. Uh, well,
0: we do know that he is a <laughs> uh, eventual Hall of Famer. We yeah. don't know how it's going to happen. We just know that it will.
1: Yeah, maybe if he's playing Madden for a long, long time, he might get in uh, playing on the PS4 or the Xbox. But uh, we're we're running already over 25 minutes. We're going to bounce through some of these games to see if you think there's anyone that you must start this week or must set uh Seahawks at the Ravens. Uh, Russell Wilson probably must start with how he's been playing recently.
0: Yeah, and, and probably just go ahead and throw Doug, Doug Baldwin in your yeah. lineup again. I mean, there's no, really no reason to think that his hot streak won't continue. The Ravens' secondary is beat up and really isn't any good to begin with. And uh, obviously, keep rolling with Thomas Rolls.
1: Yeah, and I think on the Ravens' side, it's very hard to go with uh, any options there and then you have if you want to go with uh, Buck Allen at running back that's a possibility but just the Seahawks defense has really started to play well the last couple of weeks 49ers and the Browns uh, Johnny Manziel back starting in this one Gary Barney's probably a start for the Browns on the other side the 49ers it's hard to, to trust any options there if you you know if you're in a matchup like you say that you need a home run hitter maybe Tory Smith but uh, you know you have to be ready to get those uh, zero points if he doesn't get one of those big shots, so uh, in that is there anyone that you must start or must set?
0: Probably Sean Drone, I mean he's getting volume, so that matters in fantasy football and and, and the the Browns defense the Browns run defense hasn't been very good so yeah, go ahead and fire him up I'd look at him as like a safe RB2 Yeah,
1: he's going to get the volume, that's for sure Uh, Lions and the Rams this is in St. Louis and just offensively they have been absolutely atrocious, I know they have Todd Gurley I know Four or five weeks ago we would have been saying he has to start you have to start him I think you still probably have to start him you mightn't have a better option but against the Lions who have started to turn things around on offense a little bit had that tough loss to the Packers last week Uh, I'm probably looking at the Lions to win it but the Rams uh, tough to start and they have their offensive players with confidence
0: yeah outside of Gurley like you said and then on the other side of the ball um, I'd, I'd probably put Stafford out of my top 10 this week but he's still very startable uh, and Calvin Johnson's a, a great play as well. So, um, yeah, get get those two in your lineup, obviously, unless you have a better option than Stafford. Um,
1: one of the teams coming up here we would have thought that wouldn't have been that fantasy relevant this
0: season is the
1: Jets. They host the Titans. They won last week in overtime against the Giants. Uh, amazing run last week by uh, Mariota, I guess we'll mention that too. Delaney Walker's probably, uh, like, I've been rolling with him for a number of my leagues this season. Uh, I'd be starting him maybe start Mariota on the jet side though Fitzpatrick has been surprisingly reliable this season in a couple of leagues where I have uh kind of rivers as I mentioned I've been tempted to start Fitzpatrick this week am I crazy
0: no absolutely not I mean he's he's throwing to two of the best wide receivers in the game right now in Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker so if you have to start Fitzpatrick go ahead and do it fire him up and you mentioned it um they the, the Jets have surprisingly been very fantasy relevant this year and that offense I expected to keep rolling
1: yeah Chris Ivory didn't do much last week but maybe they're saving him a little bit for this one because they were playing from behind so a lot of screen game to Bilal Powell but that there also helped boost up Fitzpatrick's uh ratings last week but um I think start most off those Jets players and uh it's going to be an interesting one this game. and um, Next up, a kind of fantasy bonanza, I think, uh, in, in, a, in a way here, is the Steelers travelling to the Bengals. Pretty much uh, we know who to start and sit in this. You start the three wide receivers for the Steelers, you start Big Ben, you probably start D'Angelo Williams. The running back situation, you know yourself now for the Bengals. You you can go with Jeremy Hill. You're looking for touchdowns, really. Very touchdown-dependent this season. Giovanni Bernard was not much last week, but you start A.J. Green. If Tyler Eifert plays, you start him. And uh, then you can sprinkle in the other Bengals if you have to.
0: Yeah, if, you, if you're if you really in a bind, fire up Marvin Jones. But you mentioned it is There's probably going to be a lot of fantasy points to go around yeah. in those games.
1: Yeah, it should be. Looking forward to this one. Just uh, for a winner, who do you think wins? The Steelers kind of have to win, or it really puts them on the outside looking in at the playoffs. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Win at home. Do you think the Steelers could knock them off here?
0: I think so. I think the Steelers take it. I'll take the Steelers. <laughs>
1: Colts and Jaguars, the Jaguars with a, a huge game last week, uh, putting up monster points, Alan Robinson 22 years old, an absolute stud in fantasy football, really going forward in dynasty football, if you have him, you're in a nice spot, the Jaguars, uh, the Colts the Colts were terrible last week, let's just call it that, but I think this is a game where you can probably start your Colts players with a little bit of confidence, because the Jaguars defense hasn't been that impressive
0: Yeah T-Y, fire up T.Y. Hilton, Moncrief both of them are, are good plays uh even uh even philip dorsett is back this week uh not that you're going to be starting him but maybe that temper your expectations on moncrief um and i i haven't heard if kearns is going to be back but um i'm definitely starting Yeldon. i think he's coming into his zone and they're finally giving him red zone target red zone uh touches and um Obviously, you're not benching Alan Robinson, even if he is going up against uh, Vontae Davis.
1: Yeah, you mentioned Yeldon as well. Well, he's getting red zone touches now that Toby Gerhardt has been placed on injured reserve. So uh, (laughs) I don't know why he wasn't getting them before, but they were giving Gerhardt those carries. Two more to go, Patriots and Texans. Patriots banged up Gronkowski back on the training field. Brady last week, uh, even catching passes. But it's uh, it's a tough uh, matchup because the Texans' defense has been very good don't know if I'm starting a lot of my Patriots with confidence this week obviously if Gronk plays you probably start him because he's going to be your best option there Texans DeAndre Hopkins you start you can probably start Brian Hoyer as well but Patriots defense playing okay Outside of that any other options that you're looking at
0: yeah you mentioned it I mean Hopkins is probably one of the best plays this week you're going to start Brady if you have him um, you are going to uh, even Hoyer could be a good play I wish I would have started Hoyer over River Rivers last week yeah I did, um, I did that start actually over Rivers <laughs> Did you really? Worked oh, well why out. didn't you? Why didn't you convince me to do it? That, <laughs> that move would have put me in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I, I think you covered everybody, and and even Legarrette Blunt could be a decent play. But he's going up against Vince Wilford, who's been playing a lot better, and be fired up to play against his old team.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned Rivers. Pretty much, if you played anyone over Rivers last week, you had, had a better chance of making the playoffs. A, a, a very very bad result for them. Uh, last game, Giants and Dolphins Monday Night Football. It's always tough waiting for Monday Night Football for your fantasy. Uh, results especially in the playoffs and in this here one there's quite a number of players Jarvis Landry you're looking at Odell Beckham Jr. I think you, obviously he's one of those guys you start no matter who he's playing. Eli Manning um, I don't think he's starting in the Giants running backs. Lamar Miller has been up and down over the last few weeks. Would you go with Miller uh, at this stage of the season?
0: He's, uh, he's exactly what we were talking about with the with the Eddie Lacey thing except for he's probably more reliable than Lacey but if you need a big game, if you need to go high variance, go ahead and roll with Miller. But if you think you can beat your opponent by having a safer option like a Sean Drone, yeah. then I could totally get that too.
1: Yeah, that's a tough call, that one there. But um, I'm going with a, a Giants win, and I think uh, I think they, they have to win. Or their season's done and dusted. They've kind of fallen apart. Are you taking the Dolphins or the Giants? I think you're
0: right. I think the Giants win, but I hope you're wrong.
1: Yeah, we've got a couple of questions, and uh, obviously you hope we're wrong because of the uh, Redskins. A couple of questions in regarding one of the players. I don't know if you, you've ever heard of him, but I think you might uh, be classing him as this season's fantasy MVP. It is uh, Indianapolis Colts wide receiver Philip Dorsett. Are you starting him this week for the playoffs, even though he's uh, out with an
0: injury? <laughs> no, you're not going to start him this week, but uh, but I hope to see a big game out of him. I hope to see a couple of decent games out of him before the season ends, just to just to reinforce my hope in him.
1: Yeah, obviously the foot injury uh, has put him back a little bit, but uh, I think going forward, he's he's in a good place there. We'll see how he goes. I know you're a big fan of him, so I just thought I would add that in at the end. As always, Carl, it's been a lot of fun talking with you. Hopefully we've given some advice that'll help some people win fantasy football games this weekend in the playoffs, unless, of course, they're facing our overtime Ireland team. Hopefully then they do terrible. But uh, you can follow Carl on Twitter. It's at carlsafchick. Of course, check out dynastyleaguefootball.com. And uh, thanks, as always, for joining us.
0: Thanks a lot for having me on. Hi, this is former NFL offensive lineman Ross Tucker, the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and you are listening to the Overtime Ireland Podcast.
1: Thanks once again to Carl, for jumping aboard the show. Lots of fun talking to him. Hopefully some of the advice we give you there can help you through this week's fantasy football games. Obviously, the playoffs starting for most leagues this week, and uh, hopefully your seasons have gone good enough that you can make the playoffs in a number of your leagues. Uh, That Cardinals game started me off kind of behind the eight ball in a number of leagues. Uh, Started Larry Fitz in a good few of those um, didn't have much, and it was a non-PPR format, so it did not help me with uh, his receptions there, but, uh, and I went against Michael Floyd and the Cardinals D in a couple of leagues, so that obviously doesn't help, but long, a lot of players uh, left to play, a long way left to go, and hopefully when I talk to you on the recap show, I can have bounced back, and uh, hopefully got some more points on the board so hopefully i'll progress through the next round i just want to give you a quick drop that there's another show coming out uh, shortly after this one if you listen to this one and enjoy it hopefully you come back we will be joined by the mock commentator there's a lot of videos up there on facebook over the last couple of weeks on twitter hashtag the mock commentator and nazi fella down here and uh, he's doing some mock commentary of nfl games so we'll be talking to him getting some uh, fun thoughts on what he thinks is going to happen in this week's nfl action a little bit more lighthearted. Than, uh, what we do uh, on this show hopefully it was lighthearted on this show too but um, it's going to be really just for some fun, some laughs and giggles so check back to the Twitter feed uh, for that and check back obviously to your Overtime Ireland uh, feed wherever you're listening to this iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, whatever you download on each and every show and uh, hopefully as I plugged at the start, go there, give us a-, a comment and a rating on there as well thank you very much and uh, until I'm back with that show and then of course I'll be back at the start of next week with a recap show have a good one